Two drifters meet. Something needs to be exchanged. I know the code, but I'll give you this one for free. Nothing's free in Waterworld. That's right. This week, we watched Waterworld on the Movie Gap, the podcast that has you scream. How have you not seen that? 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 How have you not seen Welcome to this week's episode of The Movie Gap. I am your host, Chase Austin, and as always, the annoying little girl that I wish would just drown, my Bryce Perkins. Hi, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what to do, H-Town, hold it down, you know how we do, let's go, baby, throw your H's up. Yeah. All right, uh, so, Bryce, um, how have you been this week? Well, oh, thank you. Thank you for asking. Yeah. For once. Uh, doing good, man. I've been doing good. I've been holding it down like NH time, you know. Been throwing my H's up all week. I've had this H up, haven't let it down for an entire week. Uh, just like I hope the rest of y'all homies in the H are doing. You got to keep that H throwed. Uh, so, I mean, if you're driving right now, make sure you have that H up at all times out your window. Or don't uh, just keep your head. No, you have to remote. if you're in if you're not you're not a real Houstonian if you don't have your H thrown up right now. Right now. I don't even know what that means. If you don't have it thrown up, you're not a real Houstonian. What are you doing? Chase, you must you be a from, Longhorn? You must be from Dallas, bro. You go, wow. Wow. He said you really, you say you a longhorn. You're doing like really? a longhorn symbol. This guy said, Wow, see this? Wow. Oh, we have a Wow, we have an There's imposter in our midst. This is this he is ain't not, it down, He ain't holding it down, y'all. He ain't holding it down. It's not even an H, that's a Y. But to, that's a fat Y. But to throw he in the bayou, bruh. See, that's what we do. That's how we do in H time. You ain't from here, you get tossed in the bayou. Welcome to your own water world. You know? <laughs> Speaking of water world, I'm doing good. I'm sitting here with my preferred water, my preferred hydration. I'm not going to say the name of it because they're not a sponsor. But we just let's call just, it the water dildo. Let's just say it does kind of look like a space dildo, and also it's, it rhymes with whore. Well, you know what it is? It's pure hydro. It's pure hydro. Just yeah. like in this movie. It's perfectly pH balanced as well. So it's none of that PP. It's none of that PP converted into water <laughs> shit. This is a pure hydro. All right, this is pure hydro right there. Okay, so I got that. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like Kevin Costner in a land full of water. I'm feeling right at home. <laughs> Just being dunked every five minutes with yes. sets. Don't give me buckets of water thrown on you. Don't give me any dry land. Because I'm not going to stay. You're going to get those land legs. The jumper. Yeah, exactly. We'll get our land legs get, soon. Get land sickness. All right. I like it. It don't move right. <laughs> well, let's it don't move it. right. Let's get into it. That was That's more. how I feel when I go to Dallas. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Just don't move right. Don't move right. I got to get back to the H, baby. I got to get to, uh-oh, here we go. I will say go. that was more. Uh, <laughs> no, just kidding. That was more acting than Falls was alone. done in this entire movie by Kevin Costner. It's true. It's a good point. You sold that. How about, how about you? Are you doing all right? Yeah, I'm doing fine. That's good. All right, yeah. so just finished up on. my first class. People want to hear about the movie, Chase. They don't really want to hear about how you're doing. Okay, they want to hear about the movie. So if we could just, you know, okay, 
Okay. So, Bryce. <laughs> Just kidding. No, no, tell me about your class. Tell me about your class. <laughs> well, I finished, a, uh, you know, I'm, I'm currently going back to school. I just finished up my first uh, class going back. Like Ronnie Dangerfield, uh, baby? I'm about to start my second one. Do you get no respect? I, I get no I get no respect. No respect. No respect here. No, hey. res- no respect. I was feeding my chickens. No respect. <laughs> no respect. Feeding them Reese's Pieces. <laughs> oh, no respect. Those little fuckers. All right, well, anyway. uh, <laughs> all right. So you had never seen this movie before. Uh, That's the why, premise of the show. Yes. Yeah. What did you know about it going in, and uh, why hadn't you ever seen it? Maybe if you can shed some light on that. I'll tell you one thing: you don't have your normal excuse of no sand. That's true. Or digging in sand. There was no sand. That's true. Although he did have a jar of a jar of dirt. Yeah, but that was from the ocean floor. Well, that was from the old land floor. Yeah. What what we find out. Yeah. Later in the movie, but, um, yeah. So I knew, uh, you know, I was like what, like six when this came out or something. It was like uh, mid nineties, right? Yeah, ninety five. Ninety five, right in the middle of the fucking nineties. Mm-hmm. So I was seven when it came out, and uh, you know, I remember seeing the previews for it, and I remember hearing that uh, it was a massive bomb. It was like the biggest box office bomb in history. Yeah. Right. In, well, in, it in was, terms of like uh, you know budget versus how how much it made back. Yeah. Well, it it went way over budget. We'll talk uh, about that. But yeah. yeah, it was it at the time, especially after the the budget blew up. Uh, it was the largest budget ever for a motion picture. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. But even, I think even more than fucking uh, Avengers Endgame. I said at the time. Yeah. The, the budget on this is. Peanuts compared to what they spend on some of the movies now. Yes, yeah, so it was 175 million. That's an estimate. That's a wow. That's a big bad. I think Avengers was 300. Yeah, uh, Avengers was 300 million they spent on that. Yeah, to make it, man, they lost all their money, dude. That did yeah, not make any. No, of it, back. it did not. Wow, it bombed. Dude. It was a major bomb. That was a big ass. That was a stupid decision on the part on their part to yep. make that. Movie. Well, what are you gonna do? I know nerds. Nerds just. You know, there's just not enough of them to go out and see movies. I just can't believe they did it. Uh, yeah, so I knew that it, I knew that shit, and then I also knew about the actual movie itself. I knew about the PP water. I knew that one of the biggest complaints was like one of the first thing you see is uh, you see Kevin Costner. Is that really his, a complaint? Drinking his PP. <laughs> well, I remember that. Uh, I remember someone was just like, he there, drinks his pee. You, it's gross. Yeah. Well, like, this was this was pre Bear Grylls. Right. You know, so. Right. And but well, the difference is, is that what Bear, Bear Grylls did was real. Okay, <laughs> this was just fabricated movie. Yeah. All right, Bear Grylls did it for real. All right, so he gets a pass. There you go. All right. Um, but uh, you know, um, so I knew about that, and that's about all I knew about it. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get right into it then. Okay. Uh, let's go with your uh, your notes. Let's start down All the right. path that is Waterworld. All right. Well, my very first note uh, is Kevin Costner is a cracker ass cracker. <laughs> so we'll just kick it. Just <laughs> kick it off with that. Is that really your note? Yeah. He's a cracker-ass cracker. He's a cracker-ass cracker. He's the most cracker of all the crackers uh, on the planet. He's definitely the whitest person to uh, probably ever exist. Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, I don't really have any other notes. That was my only note for the whole movie. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. 
<laughs> All right, no. So, uh, so then, so then, after I made that astute observation, I moved on to, uh, or I realized right away that this is the most, the most '90s movie ever, dude. So, <laughs> Which is what you say 90s. about every movie that yes. we watched during the '90s? Yeah. So this is a different kind of '90s, like most '90s movie. Like so, so Fifth Element. We talked about it. Fifth Element was a '90s movie in the sense of the aesthetic, of, of like the. Um, you know the future the colors and the future okay, and yeah. what they were wearing and that kind of stuff this is like a 90s movie uh in the sense of like in the 90s for for all you youngins out there that weren't around to experience what it was like to go see a movie in the 90s it was all and you can agree with me on this one chase probably it was all bombast it was like how how epic can we make a movie with the f- sweeping scores and the fucking overhead shots and the weird straightforward looking fonts of the titles you know what i mean i mean i guess i don't think that that has really changed with uh you know sweeping epics i don't think every movie was that well think about it i think there's more of that now jurassic park was like that you had fucking uh well you're talking about all the blockbusters yeah this was a a blockbuster so this was supposed to be so that's the thing and we'll just get it get into that right now this you could tell especially by the end of this movie but you Mm -hmm. could tell by the beginning of this movie even that okay first of all i thought this was all kevin costner i thought this was all his idea or whatever it kind of was yeah but then it says directed by kevin reynolds and it's a kevin reynolds movie yeah and and, uh kevin reynolds actually quit this movie because of kevin costner there's a lot i have a whole bunch of stuff about go into that because i want to know about all that so uh kevin costner kevin reynolds were friends and uh he actually got roland emmerich kicked off of directing this movie uh, I think it was Roland Emmerich. I might be wrong on that. Who who but did Kevin Costner? Kevin Costner okay. to get uh, Kevin Reynolds to direct it, and uh, Kevin eventually uh, Kevin Reynolds actually quit because they had a falling out over direction. And Reynolds is quoted as saying, "Kevin Costner should only star in movies he directs. That way, he can work with his favorite actor and his favorite director." <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, but they did, uh, did you know, he, sort of bury the hatchet, and uh, they worked together where Kevin Reynolds uh, directed the uh, the History Channel miniseries with Kevin Costner, Hatfield and McCoys. Okay. So Well, I mean, good for them. I don't, I don't care about that guy. He yeah. He didn't direct but, this movie. Uh, Kevin Costner, I mean, he invested $22 million of his own money into this movie. Uh, Whoa. He... Uh, demanded that the vfx crew would hide his uh receding hairline digitally which was like super expensive back then but they didn't even do that well i guess they did (laughs) that might be it (laughs) huh but yeah i mean he looked bald as fuck yeah yeah but also what what kind of stupid fucking waste of money demand is that dude how about this how about you be secure in yourself Realize you're Kevin fucking Costner and not waste money well, on okay, digital so effects movie, for your fucking stupid hair also, this that movie no one was, cares about. This movie was uh, cracker shot, ass cracker, dude. Shot off like they built a big tub area thing out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, right? Uh, well, off the coast of Hawaii, sure. and um, they uh, all of the crew members and everything were forced to live in uninsulated condos that were like. I mean, they would have like 50 degree swings in temperature. Yeah, yeah, uh, day and night and shit. Yeah, and so, but uh, Kevin Costner stayed on an oceanfront villa that had a butler and a chef and a private 
private swimming pool. Fucking right. It cost about $4,500 a night. Fucking right he did, yeah. dude. Cracker ass cracker, dude. So That's people like cracker did not care cracker for him. Uh, bro. The set also famously did not have bathrooms. Oh, and so, so they and like in they're the ocean. All, well, no, well, they, they were drinking their pee pee. Like in they the were, yeah, they were like, okay, I'm tired of like taking shits and taking pisses where I'm swimming all day for these like you know long shoots. So they would have to like that, in the, that's, that was the recycle area was all of their shit, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. In, the, in that, that's little, where they uh, went. Yeah, yeah. It looked like a big old. Poop I, that's that's what section. it was. I mean, that's, it was. That's what it that's was what supposed, it was supposed to, be. to be. Yeah. Oh, gross! Yeah, because like everything else is the water. Yeah, oh, I'm pretty sure man. that's supposed to be their like trash, like their their oh, waste. So he was sitting in the, in that fucking poop, yeah, yeah. doo doo water, and and it was getting all in his gills and shit. Yeah, and we'll we'll get into that. But but anyway, yeah, <laughs> keep going with this shit because um, Mark Isham he did the score. Uh-huh. Which you know has all that like conk music and you know, right and all that stuff. so that was another thing. It's a very '90s score. Like you could tell the motherfucker was trying to do Jurassic Park or something. Well, uh, he's trying to be John Williams. Kevin Costner rejected his score, so they still use about 25 percent of it. Okay, but he rejected it because it's too ethnic and bleak, and it was supposed to be a like film like a uh, futuristic, adventurous tone, and uh, he did not think it was good, and so he. He too like, ethnic and bleak. Those were his words. And bleak. What did I tell you? Cracker ass cracker. Dude. Yeah, I told you, bro. Well, it was just drugs and cracker ass shit. Like, that's all they would have. He's a cracker. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly though, right? Like, what is he thinking? Yeah, he's like, no, it needs to be futuristic. But it's none of your set is futuristic. Yeah, it's all. As a matter you know, of fact, the you know, one of my movie, notes, one of my notes about the set and how the whole fucking movie looks, it looks like Hook in, but yeah, but only in Neverland. Yeah, that's okay, it. Yeah, the whole that's thing similar, is, yeah. is basically it's, just Neverland. Well, this is this is has been, but with a lot of water. It's 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 Mad Max on water is what it is, and you've never seen any of the Mad Max no, movies. But I've heard but yeah, that Mad Max just, is way better. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, at least the I know the Fury Road is that one holds the hell up, but it's that's only the a second few years one, right? Old. No, that's the one that just came out. Uh, oh no, no, but the original ago. Mad Max the. Uh, well, Road, Road Warriors, Warriors and then, then Mad, Mad Max. Max then yeah. Mad Max. I heard the original the Mad Max was a badass movie. Yeah, it's all right. My, it's one of my dad's favorites. Yeah, movies, so I mean, it, if, you're, if you're gonna be talking shit, you're gonna have to say it to my dad's. No, face. it's it, they're they're good, but they uh, you know, you'll have to watch them. Mm. I mean, they are dated, mm. but they're still good. I mean, but yeah, it's I mean, it's it's kind of like this, except instead of trying to find land, they're trying to find oil. You know, right. which they got plenty of oil on this in this show, right? Or go juice, as they call go it. juice. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. All right, so let's keep going. Uh, I'll I'll throw in some stuff as as we come across it. Okay, well, that's all. That's extremely into. Okay, so then, so then, my memory was kind of right about how this was basically Kevin Costner's big yeah, piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, this famously egg, went egg on his face. Yeah, I mean, this had uh, thirty-six different drafts that involved six different writers uh, over the course of before, like you, we got to the one that we ended up with, including they had Joss Whedon, a young Joss Whedon. Oh, flown okay. out there to do on-set drafts, and he said it was seven weeks in hell working with Kevin Costner and doing this, mainly because all of the drafts had to be involved with just re-editing things to make what Kevin Costner wanted to do work. Really? Mm-hmm. So everyone hated hated Kevin Costner? Yeah, pretty much everyone still does, I think, that works with him. He's uh, he's particular, to say So this is his reputation? Yeah, this is working with him. So this yeah. isn't it isn't just this movie. It's No. No. Before, I mean, we before talked this about movie, it a little bit. It was like people hate working with Kevin yeah. Costner. We talked about it a little bit. Did they bit hate working with him on the Untouchables? Yeah, I oh, mean yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah. tough. He's tough to deal with. He's not 
But like, you know, he gets along with certain people. He's just of a certain ilk. That yeah, cracker is, ass cracker ilk. Yeah, he's and he's you know, he's kind of a douchebag, but he doesn't care if you think he's a douchebag. Sure. Which is understandable. You know? He's Kevin Costner. He's a you know, he's He's a he's a country you know he's a cowboy he's country a, boy can't survive yeah he's a dick basically is what sure allegedly I've allegedly. never met the man yeah he's a dick he's a lover he's a <laughs> child he's a father <laughs> I thought you were going with he's a dick house, house. <laughs> dick house there, there that's the one that's his theme song we gotta get that sound bite yeah. over here for Kevin Costner uh. You know what? You know what, though? If I was working with Kevin Costner, you know what I would say? Seriously, man, you and me, we're fucking done professionally. <laughs> That's what I would say. Get like, Christian Bale and a lot Kevin of Costner did. together. A lot of people did, but then they always come back because he was, you know, making more makes, movies. Because he, he makes money and he does. Yeah. Although, I mean, after this and then The Postman, he's basically just done TV stuff. I mean, Hatfield and McCoy's was TV. Uh, he's got that new well, show. With Yellow Wolf, before or, this, right? Uh, Yellowstone. Uh, yeah, that was. I think that was 90. True. I could be wrong. Okay, so it's interesting that we've we've dove deeper into people not liking working with him. Yeah. And then also uh it's interesting taking that fact and then combining it with the fact that remember when we talked about untouchables for the loyal listeners uh-huh. and listen to that when when uh Dwayne was here from Three Beers and a Mic, please yeah. check out their podcast by the way. Um we were talking. You, I was defending him, yeah. saying he's not that bad of an actor. You, you, and your wife Carrie he's, were. He's terrible. Sharing the opinion that he was garbage in that Dance, movie. By the way, Dances with Wolves was 1990. I just that gotcha. up, so. Okay, so, so, uh, oh yeah, it. So yeah, yeah I was this like, was the terrible. one that made him go away. Basically, kind of, yeah. this sort of ended his. This well, yeah, big, you know, before he did time this, egg on his face. before he did this, and it, the because the, after this, he didn't really he did Tin Cup, and that was it. Really. Yeah, he did Tin Cup. I mean, he's done a lot of other little movies and stuff, but, but nothing. He's not, yeah. Well, he did The Postman after this, oh, which came okay. out, I believe, in '97. It was, I think it was the same year as the Titanic. Right, and that was like uh, about like some Civil War shit or something. No, it's post-apocalyptic America, and he's an unnamed again, an unnamed uh, every man that becomes a hero, delivering. I know what mail. his name was. I know what his name was in this movie, by the way. Oh, yeah? What was it? Yeah. His name is Rowan. No. Yeah. The only Because because De- does Dennis Hopper, he goes, hey, he thinks he's one of the guys that should, should have been Rowan in the bottom. And he goes, hey, why aren't you Rowan? And he goes, I am. That's my name, Rowan. <laughs> no, there is, a, right? there is apparently a cut scene. And there's a whole thing about a, there's a, a fan cut where they got all of the unused footage and apparently it's a much better movie but it's called the Ulysses cut and apparently there is a scene at the end that was like edited down like when he leaves he talks about what he's gonna go do to find like other mutants like him to tell them about stuff and apparently he says his name was Ulysses so fucking bullshit I yeah, no, he's just was. known as the Mariner in this right movie. which means his name is Ken Griffey Jr. Because he's a mariner. Baseball. Sports. Okay. <laughs> Seattle Mariners. Yeah. Which we don't root for down here in the H, baby. It's all Strohs, baby. Let's go, Strohs. Uh-oh, here comes a flow. All right. So anyway, you, you were talking about the... <sighs> we got to... Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so the fact right that no one likes working with him, and then the fact that I was defending him saying that he did fine in, in The Untouchables. You were saying he's fucking garbage. I hate him in everything that he does. I wish I could punch him in the face. Uh, those are your words exactly. I did not say. That. I said, moving on. I said, no, he's not that bad. Well, then we watched this movie, and I'm like, 
you know what? He's that He's bad. He's not that good, though, Bryce. <laughs> He's like, really you know? bad. I was like, is it that bad? No, but also, is it that good? No. I mean, it's if, if it weren't for the fact that he, like, was all over this movie, you know, I felt like his lines were just cut. Uh-huh. Like, the director's yeah. like, okay, he can't say that. Just just have it where he just says, shut up. Right. Like, right, just, right. Exactly. Like, just throw her in the water. Just don't, right. don't say anything. Just throw her in the water. Right. Oh, wait a second. There's a scene where a character that Kevin Costner plays is supposed to say, is supposed to tell another human being, I love you. No, he definitely can't do that. We just need to cut that line altogether. Just, just have him look at him and nod. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you want to see my impression of Kevin Costner in in uh, a few good men? All right. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> right. It's yeah. spot on. Right. I mean, it's just that. Um. Well, so so like so then I was like so then when we think about that, how the fuck does he get away with being? You know, such like a douche to everybody or whatever, uh, and also not being that good at acting. I I don't really know the answer to that. Is it just because he happened to get famous? I, I guess and make a bunch of money. I and guess then that's it. Yeah. So how the fuck did he get so famous in the first place? Was he good in? He he literally plays the same thing in every fucking movie. Well, yeah, because he can't play anything. Yeah, he He's just, just plays, yeah. he just plays a cracker ass cracker. He's just like a, and literally a cowboy every single movie. It everything he does, it's like he doesn't give a shit. He's never played one single black person. Fucking racist. Okay, <laughs> he only right. plays cracker ass right. crackers. He stays right. in his lane like a cracker ass cracker. You you are one hundred percent right. He's even, so racist. Well, even when he plays uh, Robin Hood. In uh, Robin Hood, uh, oh, Prince that was after this movie. Right? No, that was before this. That was '93. Oh. He oh. worked on that one with Reynolds as well. That was Reynolds directed. And that, that one, one was kind of a floppy flop too. People didn't really. No, care I for think it. it did well. Well, that's another one that's got to go silly. on the list. Yeah, it's it's a good is- one to do. I, I enjoy it. But he plays the famous British bandit Robin Hood, and guess what he sounds like? Kevin, Kevin fucking Co- Costner. <laughs> yeah, not not just, English at just all. Just somebody from Iowa. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or wherever the fuck he's from, Illinois. What, what like was that movie one called? It wasn't Men in Tights. So no, it it's uh, Robin, Robin Hood, Hood, Prince of Thieves. Prince of Thieves. Yeah. That's where the Brian Adams song comes from. That huge Brian Adams song. What? About loving you forever or whatever. I can't remember the name of it. Really? Yeah. Brian Adams was, like, was still kicking out the tunes in the mid-90s? Yeah, I think it was 93. Yeah. The only one I know about Brian Adams is Summer of 69 or what? That's Brian yeah. Adams, right? I think that's Brian Adams, yeah. And didn't he also do, I don't want to lose your love? No, that wasn't him. No. Who was that? That was... Uh, that was Ozzy Osbourne. No, I think yeah, it was... it was Ozzy Osbourne. It was Fugazi. I'm pretty sure it was Fugazi. Yeah. Fugazi. You don't even know who that is, do you? Ah, I out-musicked you, dude. I out-musicked you. That's not hard. That is not hard to do. That's, that's true. We uh, need to do a... We, were they, we, were do, they we need in, to do How Have You Not Heard That. Were they in where Guitar I'm the, Hero? Because if the they guy. weren't in Guitar Hero, no. I probably don't know who they are. No, they If weren't. Weird Al did not do a parody of their music and they weren't in Guitar Hero, no, I they, probably don't know who they are. They, they weren't in Guitar Hero because they aren't fucking sellouts like all those fucking losers in that game, okay? They're fucking real pure <laughs> punk rock, okay? okay? They're hardcore punk. They'll never fucking sell out there fucking All roots. Right. <laughs> Let's get back to this movie. Right. So far we know that Kevin Costner's in it. Well, and he's bad. Uh, Alright, but so I'm assuming that everyone that's listening to this has seen this movie. Obviously. I mean, they okay. have to. I would hope. So it's like, there's no point. I mean, we can... Alright. Alright. Well, I added Prince of Thieves in there. We also have, you know, like we've got a bunch of Kevin Costner to get to and you haven't even seen Field of Dreams. No, I've so never gotta, seen that. So we've got a lot of... We're going to be doing a lot of talking about the cost. Yeah. He'll come All up right. again. Um. All right, but let me get back to the phone. He's thing. a dick. He's house. house. <laughs> uh, 
so the PP contraption. I mean, okay, so <sighs> let's talk about all the contraptions and stuff. It's all very steampunk without steam, kind of. Yeah, it's like water punk. Yeah, but but also, well, this whole movie is jet skis and ropes. Right, like and so much. Look, I mean, there's, there's more. There's more rope shit in this than fucking Spider Man. Right, and there's and so, it's cool as fuck. There's so little. It is cool. Look, I mean, the stunts and everything. It is great. I mean, honestly, like the people who put all that shit together did a fantastic job. Well, just that, just that first scene, uh, or not that first scene, but that, where they get to that atoll. It's like right towards the very beginning. Yeah, uh, and like that's where he finds. Uh, What's her name? Anola uh, and and uh, the the bomb Helen. Helen, or not the bomb, but the woman. Yeah, uh, that that whole atoll set it was a thousand ton floating set that they set out, you know, in Hawaii. But there was no like way to move it. It wasn't right. like on any thrusters or anything. So uh-huh. uh, it uh, it cost twenty two million dollars, and the hurricane came and they just had to leave it and watch it get destroyed, and then rebuild it to the point where they used up all the metal in Hawaii that they could get, and they had to f- like ship out metal from California to rebuild the set. So like a to good make- third of this movie's budget ended up making that one set. And there was another set that they had, that because they talk about in it, they talk about the slavers. Yeah. There's the Atollers, the Which Slavers, they, they, they and never the, show. Yeah. So they didn't shoot any of that because they had a whole scene where they come across the Slavers on like one of the, their, their little Atolls, and uh, that set got destroyed, so they just wrote it out of the script. <laughs> because they were like, we don't have the money to rebuild that one, too. They didn't write it out of the script enough to never mention yeah. it again. That was another thing. Is like, is like, wait a second. If you're going to be mentioning... Well, and that's a what, group of people. That's what, I, from what I understand, the and uh, you want to build a universe. Yeah. You show that group of people. From what I understand, the uh, the Ulysses cut has a bunch of like stuff that was chopped out of the movie. That you know, it includes things about like the uh, chopped the smokers, out, you mean like chopped and screwed, chopped and screwed. Uh-oh, it's uh oh, uh, time. Here we go. I'm keep going. Okay. <laughs> uh, they got chopped out of it, and uh, they added it back in, and it talks about like the smoker's religion, and uh, it just opens up a lot of plot holes, or it uh, fills in a lot of plot holes okay. with stuff, because this movie is just gaping plot holes. Yes. The first of which is, they talk about the ice caps melting, and if that happened, it would not become a water world. Right. It would be 68, I think it's like 68 meters higher, Right. which means we, we would be gone. Right, and so but in Florida, also there would be plenty of land. But there's like so, plenty of land, or or a lot more than what they make it seem like. Yeah, I mean, this was a world of water. <sighs> right. In fact, the the mountain or the the land that they find is a, allegedly Everest, the top of Everest. Oh, really? Yeah. That's well, what no, the, it was actually Jurassic Park. <laughs> it was in Hawaii, but it the, was the same fucking place. Probably, yeah. That they do the helicopter into in Jurassic Park Two, I think. Yeah. Well, it's the it same was, fucking shot. It was. Um, it was supposed to be Everest because that's what the uh, tattoo says uh, on his coordinates. However, there's no north and south, so there's no way they could find it. It would just be a crapshoot. Oh, yeah. So what? what is that? The no north and south shit? Well, they, they kept mentioning no, that, but that's not well, how that they shit works. Yeah, well, they well, it didn't say on the on the the tattoo which what was what longitude and, what was and latitude would be north and south. Yeah. So like you got four different coordinates if there's no way to know yeah where you're going. So it would only be a crapshoot. And if you look at the actual coordinates on it, they're about a thousand uh, miles off of where the actual Everest is. So like they would have never found it. 
Wait, the actual coordinates on her tattoo? Yeah. There were coordinates on her yeah. tattoo? Yeah. Well, they were in, they were in, well, they were supposed to be in Chinese. Right. But some of it was actually Japanese. But whoever was designing it was just like, yeah, it all looked the same. I loved how, I loved how the map was a round yeah. circle with a mountain on the top of it and then an arrow, <laughs> arrow just pointing, pointing to the mountain yeah. like hey go to that place well it oh, was the, okay it was the coordinates around it that were yeah the actual but, map but, but yeah see it was just like not thought out enough man and that's a theme throughout the entire movie nothing is thought well, out it's enough it's thought out all. too much to the point where you're like okay this definitely had something there was something in this movie that made a really great coherent like world like it in immersive world right. where everything worked right but it was just like too many things were getting added into right. it i mean you got him being a mutant and like being the only mutant but then everybody knows about mutants yeah uh where the fucking cigarettes come from Mm-hmm. You know, if they haven't, yes, like, yeah, they hardly dude. even have plants. They're, yeah, there's, yeah, who's growing I mean, the tobacco? How, where's the tobacco coming from? And how are and they how, getting how are they perfectly getting manufactured, yeah. filtered cigarettes? Marlboro cigarettes. Basically. That are also the only thing in this entire fucking movie that's clean. Right, exactly. They're not yeah. dirty and at all. Throw, yeah, they're throwing yeah. them out to everyone. So they have to have been manufactured. They didn't find and, like, them. They felt, even well, if they did, yeah, they'd they be wet. Them, but like, how would they not? Yeah, why would they be like stark, like white? Yeah. You know, like brand new out of the carton. Yeah. Uh, I mean that's one of the that's one of the many plot holes with the smokers, dude. They're they're get where are they getting go juice from? Oh, from the tank. From the Exxon Valdez, yeah. So Yeah, where they did had they get gallons the, and gallons. They found that Where shit. did they get the plane? They found it. I mean they find things wherever they find things. I don't know. It could have been, you know, salvaged for many years. Maybe they rebuilt one. No. Did you recognize the pilot of the plane though? Dennis Hopper. No, the pilot of the plane. Well, he tried to pilot the plane at the end of the movie. That was Dennis Hopper. Yeah, but the original but, pilot. Which, by the way, it took me half of the movie to realize it was Dennis Hopper. <laughs> really? Yeah. It just is Dennis Hopper. I know, I know. Just I was being like, Dennis Hopper. Well, the Hopper. whole time I was like, I was like, where do I recognize this guy from? <laughs> and then finally I gave up and did the whole like, you know, move up thing where it shows you who's in the scenes and oh, stuff yeah. that Amazon does now, which is pretty cool. Uh, and uh, and it said Dennis Hopper, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right. I know that guy." <laughs> I mean, you should have just known who that was. Well, see, I don't. Well, you don't watch movies. Yeah, I don't know the names and stuff. And Dennis Hopper's a guy who's like, you know, kind of scarce enough to where it's like you recognize. I mean, now his because face. he's been dead for ten, twenty yeah. years. But let's give it up to him. He did great in this movie. He was awesome. Yeah, he's the movie. only one who like was, gets yeah. how dumb this movie right. is. Right. Yeah, and yeah. plays to it. And yeah. plays to it where he's it actually great. works. Yeah, yeah. He's like not being too serious, not trying to be too epic. He's he's being campy. Yeah, and and well, even with that this, line where he original, goes, "You gotta," I guess we'll keep an eye out for her yeah. while he reveals the eye. Like, come on. Well, know. in the original, what is that? In like one of the original drafts of this movie, it was a children's movie, like a children's adventure right. movie, and he was more like Captain Hook, like a very cartoony villain. Who like whenever somebody Once was mad again. or was like whenever he got mad at somebody, he would hit him in the face with a herring. Uh huh. And yeah, like it was supposed to be silly, like, right. like never ending story style. Right. And that's kind of like you plays. can kind of tell there's a lot of things. Yeah, there's in a lot there. of that. Like I said, it's it looks like Neverland and Hook. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but with a lot more water and stuff and That's because it's you know a water world. <sighs> right. This is water world. Right. But uh but yeah, there's just t- like and then and then <laughs> And then the the plane had little tiny wheels under the water bumpers so it could roll around on, on the, the tanker. Yeah. I was like, what? No. 
That's what? not how that works. Those things are just on water. No, right? they have wheels on them. They can do they? they can go both. Yeah. Fucking. You can pull it up. I don't know, dude. I, I was just like. Anyway, the pilot. How was, are you going to make those things Jack Black, that functional? How are you even going to like know how to operate? How an engine operates. I mean, they figured it out. How and do you, we know how to do it? And how do they refine that oil into gas? All they, they have they is do. crude oil. Well, I don't know. They can. So there was a lot of stuff that I mean, that just been, wasn't. That would have been really boring to watch them. Enough. To watch them like spend forty five minutes explaining know, how they refine something. I mean, all you gotta know is that they do it. Like I could, I could suspend my disbelief there. It, no, I don't need to I see can't. every step I'm sorry, of the way. But I can't. I can't. It, here's, this is here's why where, you don't like movies. This is how you fix it. Yeah. <laughs> no. Exactly. No, this is exactly why. Because these every movie you would watch would be eight hundred hours long and no, boring no, 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 as no. fuck. That's not what it has to do with. This is what it comes down to. Listen. Every single movie is a made-up thing out of some dude's fucking brain or yeah. chick's brain, okay? So if you're going to take the time to fucking waste everyone's time with your dumb little fantasy story, you better make sure you have it fucking fleshed out. Well, Otherwise, I'm going to sit there and poke holes through your story. This is your story that you're spending $22 million to build a fake fucking island so that you can shoot a movie <laughs> that is going to waste everyone's time? What kind of waste of money is that? You can feed people with that money. <laughs> well, they're like, not going to feed people with that money. because If you feed people with that money, you're not going to get any money back. At least this, they had a chance of getting that money back. It would have been a more productive use of I don't know, humanity's who time who needs than to people? make water world. If you're that hungry that you're going to die, like you're probably not adding that much to It would have been anyway. better for humanity to spend that money to feed starving children than to make water world. I'll just put it that way. It would be better and for also, if to you're going to make a movie like Waterworld, you better have your shit figured out. Otherwise, people like me are going to sit there and be like, no, that's fucking stupid. I hated your movie. You wasted all your money and time on it. You, you see, I think that's fair. That's the name of the game, baby. That's how it no, works. That, it, that's how it works. There's too, you're, you're going too far. I don't to, think so. To have to figure out how they make crude oil into, no, 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 into no. actual gasoline no, no. is too much. No, no, I'm not saying that they need to explain it. I'm saying if you're going to put it in, you better have reasoning. So what I'm saying is... They did have reasons. They needed to gas Chesky's. You, they needed you, to gas... No, no, you better be able to explain how how these people are able to do it without having can. any... See? They okay. figured out. How okay. is he turning his piss into, into water? That's fine. I know. We don't exactly, know. Exactly, yeah. But it he looks, does it. But guess what? What did it look? It looked stupid as fuck, didn't it? <laughs> no, it yes. didn't. I thought that was one of the cooler parts of this I movie. Thought, I thought, oh, really? You build a thing that goes choo-choo-choo-choo and it makes water out of pee? No. Yeah, I want dumb. one of those. I definitely use that. There's nothing happening there. This is, here, here's my suggestion. You put the movie on another planet, okay, that is made out of water where humanoid beings evolved but and But then how on. would they get all the metal and all the other stuff that was already made from then, the past? Then- they then it's all shit that is you know domestic to their planet therefore their people would know how to use all this stuff instead of it being like all the old people and civilizations drowned we're the new civilizations well, we have no, no idea all, how this all happened no, this is, but all know of a sudden we can, we no, can make Bryce, oil work they know how it happens they know how to do stuff they're all they're all descendants from humanity they're not like new humans they all were alive they all you know it was first of all we don't know what year this took place yeah you know we don't know how long ago it was but yeah. it's been hundreds of years yeah uh, one of the set designers or somebody said that it roughly should take place at about 2500 right so it's been you know let's say 500 years 
you know, or 400 years or something since, That's way since humanity uh, in, didn't end. But okay, since the well, water then, well, then why is he sitting there out? looking at drawings and, and things of National Geographic going, oh, because they've never they've never seen them. It's been Whoa. too far off, but they've heard stories of these things. So you're saying that it's just so the idea is that some of the people that knew how to refine oil and work jet skis, they and work kept engines, it going. Survived yeah, they and kept they taught it going. that shit to their fucking kids. Well, what else are they going to teach them? Besides how to fucking swim, which, by the way, who the fuck is this little girl living on Waterworld not knowing how to swim? Doesn't know how to swim. That was ridiculous. Well, no, it's because she's from dry land, though. But she, but she's not. That she part hasn't actually been there. works. She hasn't been there in a long time. These other yeah, people you know who she is. Like, the very her. first thing you do is you're like, honey, you don't know how to swim? You better fucking learn how to swim because this is yeah, Waterworld. Yeah. Well, but see, that's the thing. They were trying to say it's not innate within her instinct because she's a drylander. Well, she's also not a, uh, she's a land-dwelling mammal, so it's not innate in right, you to learn how to swim. Well, not not the mariner. He's an well, but he's a mutant. sapien. Yeah, yeah, he's a mutant. So, Which that was also like... Such an eye roll, dude. <laughs> you didn't like the mutant thing. Yeah, Carrie no. didn't either. She it was, was like, like look, she was immediately like, Oh, this is dumb. It was like it was just kinda it was just too like listen, yes, yes, of course that's possible. You know, it could have been a random thing of evolution and yes, it works out that he lives in a water world, fine. But really Well, I think it's supposed to be I think there's more that explains the mutant stuff. Sure. Uh in in this uh unhid or this un official directors or not directors cut the ulysses cut or whatever right. which came from uh pirate bay actually right that somebody put it together and i believe it is getting a an actual blu-ray release this year but um there's i think it has to do with like uh like chemical spills and stuff like that after the you know like something mixes with the water oh, okay. causing mutation hmm. Not like evolutionary mutation. Oh, okay. I think it's it's somewhere along the. It's a, kind of a mixture between, you know, people fucking in some in some uh, Chernobyl shit. Yeah, and then you get like a fish man. Well, you, you know? know what it was is that they fucked in the gill juice. They fucked in the gill juice. Yeah, so yeah. he got gill juice in his DNA, and that's why he got gills. Yeah, there you go. It just it was like it, it was, <laughs> it was a fucking chemical vat that said you know, <laughs> just said. And see, Gil, if they had if they Gil had that chemicals. scene, if they had that scene in this movie, you would have been fine with it. Yeah, yeah, because at least it would have been an explanation as to why specifically he evolved. Well, Gil's. they said that he's a mutant. Like, well, I know, it, but, it it, but you know, it's just it's a little bit of a stretch. But it's fine. All I'm the saying world is that is my version, water. There's no more stretch. My than that. version, I think, is just better. That's all I'm saying. If it were up to me, or in my opinion, if you put it on another planet that is an actual water world that has human humanoid beings that live there and have adapted uh uh to the water planet then it just makes a lot more sense well they then have you don't, adapted then they you don't have the to then you can't yeah but you know i don't know i mean it's just mixing the shit with the old world into the new water world there's it was too much shit that too many loose ends that i don't think that they took well the same time thing the same thing is up. it's like the how does he have a working in- car battery on his ship and then he's like with the electrocution underwater Shooting a gun underwater. Like well, that what? wasn't a gun. That was a harpoon. It was a. Mag- Did you see? It blasted a hole out of his ass. Well, it was too like it was a harpoon. Like it was a fire. I don't think so. You saw it. It blew it, him up. It blew out the side of him because it was like it, you know hydro charged. I don't know. Yeah, but what was it like? It was just that, like, I'm ah. not gonna lie. The 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 fish monster was it was really dumb. Too much of it required us to to suspend our disbelief. I mean, I that's think. what movies and are, I, Bryce. That's no, what no, no, movies no, no. are. No, no, no. No, no, no. Yes. 
No, no, no. It, it depends on the setting of the movie. It depends no. on the context of the movie. And within the context that they set up in this movie, they asked us to do too much work for them. They needed to do a better job of writing and not put the work on I us think, to suspend I think our once, disbelief. Once they start the movie with, the world has become water, you have to be like, okay, everything is possible. And like, just go for the ride. You know, and figure it out yourself or don't. I would it's be able to important. do that. I'd be able to do that if they didn't try to mix so much of the old world shit with the new world. Well, stuff. that's how they had to do it because there was no trees. There was to. no. There was no way of getting metal. Like they had to use everything that's salvaged to make new things. They it had to be the old world stuff. Well, I don't understand why you're not seeing that. I mean, I do. I do get that, but there was just little specific things. Like, don't make them have the ability to have jet skis and shit. Just don't do that because it's so fucking inconceivable. Like, no, I, I find that, I I find that, that highly works. less. Con- the you, only thing I find super inconceivable it, it takes is the us, girl doesn't know how to swim and they had literal manufactured cigarettes. Well, I don't understand that. Okay, well then you then you can also agree with this. It takes us building massive fucking chemical plants to refine oil into gasoline. Well, for where are they refining their oil? They're into refining gasoline? it on that boat. Like I don't know where they're refining it, but it doesn't matter because no. they're not doing it for the entire world or the entire population. They're doing it for just them. It doesn't have but to be these giant refineries. They're just doing to a get little bit. Gasoline out of the oil. You have to refine it. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be a so huge refinery. They, they don't it? have to do it in giant quantities. See, what I don't understand is why you're so accepting of it. Why you Because are, it's a fucking so, movie. Yeah, but that, you just but have to accept some shit. No, man. That's I my think the point. science works you, perfectly. You need to hold the writers more accountable, Chase. That's my point. There were 30 fucking writers. Yes, <laughs> they, and they did they, a bad job. There is somewhere they that it got lost. You job. can't. Well, I don't want to see a movie where they talk about for 45 they minutes how they, they don't fucking refine oil. They don't have to. They don't have to. <laughs> they don't have to. It's a simple fix. Don't have jet skis. Then you or, don't have a movie. Sure you do. You can make them be anything else. You could you, instead of having smokers, you could have slavers. So they're the gonna have guys. trained dolphins. Is that what you want? They're gonna ride around on trained. Sure, dolphins. that's more conceivable. I don't believe that they're gonna train no fucking dolphin. That's more conceivable. I don't think so. No, that's more conceivable I'm, that they would train the a dolphin because that's what I'm we do already. Oil. You're you're being ridiculous. I'm being, ridiculous, being ridiculous that ridiculous. they. I don't, dude. I don't get that. I don't get that. You're just going too far. How do you not? Why? Why? It's a fucking movie. You just have to have some suspension of disbelief. Sometimes, Maybe yeah. they've converted the fucking I jet skis my... to run on crude oil. You ever think about that? That's probably the easiest thing. All of these combustion engines could just run on okay, crude oil. Okay, okay, then this is what you do. This is what you do. It takes one line. One fucking line. Yeah, uh, we converted these to run on crude oil. But why would they say that if it's been done for 500 years? Like, that's what I'm saying. Because like, okay, we don't need to hear that. How about this? Because we don't need to see how, how it, it all how about happened. This? One, of the people people on the one of the people on the atoll is like, how do they even fucking get the jet skis to run? And then, and well, then the they know, goes, they, they know how they, they converted the engines. They converted the engines to run on crude oil. It takes one line. But and they then don't boom, need to explained. say that because they don't even know boom, that they converted them. You're they just know they come from a world where they're about, already converted. Dude, you're sitting here talking about you need a 45 minute scene to no. It takes one line. You don't. But that line would then take me out of the movie because I'm like, how do they not already know that? Dude, they you lived could throw in this that. You could situation. throw that in. The, see, they wouldn't know. They wouldn't know that there was ever. In that case, they wouldn't know that there was ever a non-converted crude oil. Do you do you think that this this movie had good writing in it? I think that no, I don't. Okay, so then what? But what is the, the problem, problem is not the problem is in their, not in their fucking plot. The problem is not What's losing your mind over the fact that they have crude oil and that they're putting it a jet ski. But it's such a big part as as writers. It's 
something that's such a big fucking part of I just the plot. Don't think, I don't think you that's would think a big that part. they would take the time to put in one line. But the line would make it. no sense. They could the line would make, make no sense. I just explained one way where it can make total fucking no, sense. No, that would make no sense that they would ask about it because they've all seen it. It's all they know. They don't even know that it needed to be converted. You they've been converted it, for could, many you years. You could fucking write a little fucking stranger to come in there and be like, what the fuck? Who are these guys? <laughs> and he goes, they're smokers. How do they get the fucking jet skis to run? They converted the engines to run on crude oil. Boom. Done. They don't know that they converted them. They just have always been converted to them. What? They would have, it would have about? always been converted. So the only thing that these people would have known is these converted jet skis. They wouldn't need to know, oh, how did they convert them? Oh, they just converted them. No, they wouldn't need to know that. This would be what their existence would be. This, this existence would be these already converted jet skis. They didn't even worry about... Like they so the smokers just found all pre-converted jet skis. Or they've been converted many years ago. I mean, they are old jet skis. They didn't make new jet skis. So then they would have had to have converted them. Somebody did at some point. The smokers. But like everybody knows that that's just what happened. Like I'm at, just that saying, point, dude, at that point, it would have been ridiculous saying, for somebody to not know how it works. For telling me that it's ridiculous for me to question <laughs> their shitty writing. That's not the shitty that, writing part that you should be questioning. No, it's a big part of it. I think it's a I big part. Of I, it. I think you're. I think you're. I think you're, it's very think stupid. Too nitpicky. And I have There's the right to things. say that it's very stupid. And uh, if you can't deny that it's very stupid, it's, then what are you complaining to me about? It's just you're not putting the suspension of disbelief. I don't in have there. to. That's not my yes, job. Yes, you do. As no, the audience, you have no, to. No, I don't. Then no, you I don't do want to watch movies. Exactly. This is why I hate movies. <laughs> this is the point of this podcast. Why? Why haven't you seen all these movies? Because they're fucking stupid. <laughs> it's someone's stupid fucking idea, and more often than not, you end up wasting uh, your fucking time because they don't take the time to write a good movie. I don't know. They spent all this know. fucking money on making a piece of shit <laughs> that I wasted two hours of my life watching because they don't want to take two fucking minutes of their time to write one fucking line that could fill up a plot hole and make it more believable <laughs> and interesting. That's my fucking point. All you know right. what I mean? All right. It's they, they are the writers. It is their job. It is their job. Not my job to be like, I'll give you a pass and suspend my disbelief. No, fuck you. Write the movie better. <laughs> Write the fucking movie better. Plain and simple. Oh, God. All right. And this is why I'm on my way to becoming an Moving executive on. producer Moving in Hollywood. On. All right? <laughs> get past the let's get past the oil. That was a good discussion, though. <laughs> was, what was that, 45 minutes, I think? We're, we just did on we're, we're crude at, oil in, we're, in water we're world. At, we're at 45 minutes right now. <laughs> or at 46, 47 minutes. Oh, God. So that was a good, like, 20-minute discussion about that. It was uh, good. It needed to be had. And, I, so, and you know what? The directors and writers need to be yeah. of that movie need to listen to this episode. So uh, uh, Jeanette Triplehorn and Tina Majarno yes. both almost drowned. Making this Making movie? this movie. They almost died? Yeah. As did uh, Kevin Costner, actually. And his stunt double uh, drove to set on a jet ski every day and at one point got lost for like a day or two out at sea. <laughs> what? Couldn't, they couldn't find him. The motherfucker got lost yeah. at sea? Yeah. He got like blown off on his jet ski and he was like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. They couldn't find him. What? Yeah. But they did find him. They found him, yeah. And he was still He's alive. okay. Yeah. He was okay, fine. That's good. Uh, wow. So, so I was gonna say about about Costner doing his own stunts. 
Uh, do you think that he was doing a lot of his stunts swinging around and shit on that ship um, and stuff? Yeah, because that's where he almost died was on one of those stunts. Uh, he fell off of it into like that netting on his yeah. the squall netting or whatever, and yeah, he got tied yeah, yeah. up and uh, hit the water and like, almost drowned. Ooh. Like, but he was okay. So you know, one thing about Kevin Costner is he may be a dick and everything, but he does work. Uh-huh. You know, it's not like he's like a, an asshole who just like sits in his trailer and then like comes out, says his one little line, and then goes back. Uh, I mean, he was he was on set for 150 days, 157 days while they were shooting. Yeah, and he was working six days a week, so he was actually doing it. But uh, but yeah, he's still a dick. Yeah. Well, he was out there doing it, and then. And then at and then at the end of the day he'd go back to his villa, yeah, to his villa where he could like take a bath and yeah. yeah. while the crew. Uh, yeah. What about the rest of the cast? I don't know. I just saw that the crew did not care for him. Was sitting well, out. Also, he essentially his ended up on the water. Well, and like that matters because the crew didn't like him uh-huh. because he fired the fucking director or the director quit, uh-huh. and then he was just directing the movie. So when the crew is already like, "You're a dick," yeah. you fired the director. Now you want to tell us what to do. While we are all fucking miserable and getting right. sick, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and you're like sitting there, you know, fucking your somebody else's wife, I'm sure. You know? Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? He fucks, he fucks everybody. What? He just fucks. What is everybody. this bit? You can't just throw that yeah. in there and not explain. What is that? <laughs> he says he, he just likes to fuck around. Like he's, he does fucks. he does he bang this other, dude other dudes' wives? Oh yeah. What? Famously, just likes to fuck anything. Famously. Oh yeah. Wow, I thought in Untouchables is nice to be married. What happened to that? <laughs> well, that was uh, that was him acting. Did you believe him when he said that? <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, there was like a it's twinge nice of to be uh, married. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a big twinge of sarcasm when he said those. <laughs> that um, uh, so uh, well, here's a big note that I'm sure you're gonna get pissed off when you if you didn't notice already. Give it to me. Uh, the name Enola. Yeah. Spelt backwards is. Alone. <laughs> Just now got that. Oh boy. And they did it on purpose, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh also, the sunken city that he goes to, did you recognize that city? Yeah, it was it was H Town. No, it was not. H Town. No, it was definitely not H Town. Okay. Was it It make the city that they chose makes sense why it would be it is an American city and they they do have a baseball team. Well, it's gotta be New York. Nope. Was it Chicago? Nope. It makes more sense than that. Think about if the water level is raised. Uh, oh, 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 oh. Um, so Los Angeles? No. Denver, oh. because it's higher up. Oh, that he would be able to get down, get down to there. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So, But yeah, it's, it, it was Denver. Yeah, those graphics did not hold up. No, no. They, the, the, some of them, well, you know, like that was the thing. There is so little CGI in this movie. Most uh-huh. of it was practical, right. which was cool. But then every time there was something CG, like when they go down under the yeah. water, it looked awful. The yeah. sea monster, don't even get me started, obviously. Yeah. I mean, at uh, least that was even only the, for, even the, for a Even like the flying nutsack looked gross. <laughs> that, yeah. that balloon looked like oh, a yeah. flying nutsack. Which, by yeah. the way, that scene is straight ripped out of Wizard of Oz, where, where the guy accidentally starts taking off in the hot air balloon. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And what was also funny about that was... When he first goes, oh, did and you takes recognize off. that guy? By the way, yeah, uh, he's the guy in the Green Mile, the fucked up guy in the Green Mile. Yes, but we just did a movie on him, or with him in it. Oh, that we've released. Uh, by the time this comes out, we will have released it, but we have okay. not released it. Oh, oh, oh! In Alien, no. It's, oh, in Natural Born Killers, no. One more. <laughs> Fear and Loathing. Yeah, he was the one giving the speech. 
about oh, that's right. That was that guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Roach. Yeah, and we talked guy. about it in that episode. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that guy. yeah. So we're talking about the balloon. Uh oh yeah yeah when he first when it first takes off and he's like no here I will throw you the rope <laughs> throw the rope and you know and they're like they can't get it and everything and then you know he so he flies away and then but but then when he finds them later in the movie he has excuse me perfect control of well yeah the, he got sandbags and stuff the I mean, he also made a bigger raft the the raft changed size and everything because it like, really, really was just like the size of a motorcycle when he was taking off. Oh, and yeah. then when it came back, it was big enough to hold like you know several yeah, people. That's so he, he found, yeah, he found the he found out how to control yeah, it a little because bit. he found you know there was a bunch of people who escaped the atoll and they had made their own yeah. little thing, you know. Right, so, right. So that 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 did get covered a little bit. But uh, while we're talking about people that we've seen before, uh, I did say Jack Black is in this movie. I don't know if you heard me. You said Jack Black is in this. Jack Black you, is in this movie. You didn't say that. Yeah, I, well, I said it while tape. you were talking. Yeah, I was like, "Did you recognize who the pilot was?" I was like, and you kept talking. I go, "It's Jack Black." Oh, that's where, that's where we got off on the. How do they co- create? Wait, oil? wait, wait, wait! What? The pilot in the plane is that Jack, was Black. Jack Black. Yeah. yeah, I don't even think he has a line. That was where he got caught on the when she harpooned the dude. Is that what yeah, you're saying? The, that that was the one black guy that got harpooned. The yeah. one black guy in Waterworld, by the right, way. Right, right. And uh, and they no, kill there was him. a couple more. There Maybe, was another yeah. one in the atoll. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. But then. Um, they uh yeah jack black was was flying the plane and the one was, that was trying to shoot the yeah. harpoon off the thing yeah that was him yeah i think that was him and then there, there was like one other scene where he was a pilot that uh yeah, like yeah, yeah. hopper when, was in it when they first uh when they yeah. first attacked the atoll right yeah 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 dude and what? then um there's a i i know you hear his voice and i know you see the back of his head and i think you see the front of his face it's like blink if you miss it but i heard his voice and i was like is that that guy and I looked it up, and it is one of our favorite uh, mid-show segments. Who did they play in Seinfeld? Oh, uh, he was one of the he was one of the smokers. Uh, okay. He was. Uh, it was when it was right around the time when um, Mariner was coming to board the ship to get her, and she's telling the little story uh-huh. uh, to the guy. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the whole, and yeah. so, like, he's not. It's not the guy who gets uh, pegged into the. Um, the girder by the the launching uh, jet ski, but uh-huh. it's one of those other guys, and he's on Seinfeld. Uh-huh. It's not Jason Alexander or Larry David, but they were bald. John Lovitz. No, I will also admit. Well, I guess he that he might though. say he wouldn't say that Kevin Costner his acting was bad. He might call it something else. Oh, like uh, if you thought somebody was being fake, what might you say? Fucking, uh, I would say that they're being a real cracker ass crack. <laughs> no, no, okay. Uh, I'll just I'll put a. I wouldn't call Michael Jordan this, unless I was trying to change the meaning of the word. Fuck is going phony, phony. Oh, that was John Lovitz. No, that was yeah, not remember because he was like, "You call me a phony, Jerry. Uh, you call me a phony. You think I fake my sickness?" No. Oh no, I'm no. Talking he about- said, "Jerry." Oh yeah. Oh um, what is it, Matt? Uh, Mikey. Mikey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who then becomes a bookie later? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. right. You call me a phony. That's right. Yeah, that okay. was Mikey. He was, Mikey in that? was in this movie. Oh, yeah. there you go. All right, cool. 
So that took way too long for me to figure. Yeah, out. <laughs> everybody. If they hadn't turned off the the podcast as we argued about crude oil, right? They have turned it off now. <laughs> no, that was you good know stuff. If, if this was on the radio and people were tuning in, they're like, "Wow, they are getting really heated about the yeah. use of crude oil." <laughs> they were thinking it was a political yeah, podcast. Political podcast. <laughs> so politics. Stuff. It isn't politics of this world. It's water world. <laughs> Nothing is free in water world. Nothing is free in water world. Um, no, not even the, the that was not even us. the writers from Bryce's criticism. That's right, motherfucker. Uh, but that wasn't uh, that wasn't that was nothing but that was nothing but us uh, slinging <laughs> the good content. That was us nothing but yeah. us slinging some good tent. All right. You well, uh, do you have anything else that you want to talk about on this one? Uh, you know, I was gonna say uh, uh, Helen. She drops trow. Yeah, that's uh, a body double. She refused to do the butt scene. Good for her. But uh, but her she has done nude scenes in other movies, but she was just like, yeah, fuck this movie. I'm not going to show Kevin Costner my titties. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, so she did a... she, But she got to hire her own body double because she did want it to look like her. And she was right off set for every take to give the the model the robe herself. You know, as a way oh, of being like, oh, oh I'm so nice. grateful that you did this. Yeah, oh, that's nice. Well, uh, I was just going to say her character not wearing any panties, like some kind of floozy. Well, you know what she did? Fucked the man. She went uh, leather to veen because <laughs> they were jeans. Leave, leave <laughs> leads to veen. Leaves to veen. Leaves to veen. Leaves to veen. Yeah, something like that. It's not that. even leaves. It's like, it's like I mean, yeah. it's like leather, like yeah. old old bags yeah. or something. Yeah. Seaweed went, to yeah. vagin. What lead, is it? We're getting lead, there. Bags to vag, <laughs> something. Bags to vag, <laughs> something like that. But yeah, she was definitely a big time floozy, and then and then she wove to vova. There you go, <laughs> wove to vove, wove to vove. I don't know, about like that. woven. Yeah, yeah. No, I get vulva. it. No, I get wove it. to vove. No, I get it. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Then yeah, then then uh, then Costner clapped the cheeks on the, clapped those cheeks on the on the burnt burnt down boat. Yeah, on the open ocean, she let him. That clap was what Carrie said. Finally, they fuck. Yeah, she let him <laughs> clap the cheeks, and uh, and then he was like, "I'm done talking to you." Basically, well, he was not really very talkative before. Yeah, <laughs> no, just kidding. he is but, uh, uh, not a talkative guy. Yeah, and also just wants everybody else to shut up. It's true. Which I can, uh, I can. Uh, uh, <laughs> I love what he I get that. He just straight up smacks the shit of that little girl. I know, dude. When she's waving, he goes, fuck, like just slaps her in the face. Right. And then throws her off the boat. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude, that was funny. He's a dick. I know. I know. He's like, oh, you son of a bitch. He's like, no, he doesn't. He goes, you, see, you do something again, I'm going to throw you off this boat. Yeah. And then she does it. He picks her up and throws her off the boat. Yeah, Doesn't yeah. say anything. Just not even a mad face. Just, Foom. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was that was pretty funny. I, I that part I kind of was like, no, I get that. You know, in that world, well, that's I thought, how I would be. I really like, thought that they were back yeah. to like it was it was like a reverse evolution where they were back to, you know, like almost caveman style yeah, yeah. of like of just like the man is just all he's interested in is you know hunting and. Well, I thought for leave sure. Leave me alone. Don't talk to me. I'm I thought just for trying sure to when they introduced that little girl, you're gonna be like, I'm fucking out. They gotta have a girl in every uh, fucking movie. And well, no, see that you know it didn't bother me too much. Um, you know, I thought the tattoo was stupid, but other than that, she didn't really bother me that much. That I, I, that was really more like I was like, where do I recognize you from? Did you figure it out? No, because even that, when I looked up her name, I was like, nah, it's yeah, not that is Deb from Napoleon Dynamite. No way. Yeah. 
That is, dude. Yeah, it is. I mean, it, she wow. looks exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly that's crazy. So that's the only other thing she's been. No, she was like as a kid. Well, I know she, she did was a lot in, of stuff um, as a kid, right? Yeah, because one of them. She's probably was, in like uh, an episode of Full House or some shit. Uh, I don't, I don't know about that. But uh, I know she was in um, a Meg Ryan movie called When a Man Loves a Woman. That was a good one. Uh, let me see what she is in lately. Who was that? That fucking blonde dude It was the smoker. The um, fucking looked like a wrestler. Oh, yeah. I don't... Uh, I didn't like his face. Yeah, he looked familiar, too. Uh, he is... Oh, oh, and then, and then when uh, Dennis Hopper was giving that speech to all his people about you know I know the way now and all that thing, yeah, he's holding a bottle of Jack Daniels whiskey. Yeah, where did they where did he get that from though? By the I way, I just said I just said that's got to be the most aged bottle yeah. of Jack Daniels <laughs> like, and ever. Shit, and then he breaks it. I'm like, at first my you thought was like, it. you wasted it. I was like, also that shit's got to be bad. Bad. Like, dude, there's no way that now? I don't think that even had the label yeah. on it. It's like no. That shit is shit like that. Be bad. She just shit like that. That's all. It just was like it she's been on me too much. She's been on a lot of TV shows. Oh, she was on a lot of oh. episodes of uh, Grey's Anatomy. She was on Veronica Mars. Oh yeah, she was in True Blood. She was yeah. in Bones. Uh, Big Love. That's right. That's where. Oh she was in yeah, Big Love. that's where you recognize her yeah. most of them. Um, the best line of the whole movie, though, uh, Dennis Hopper when he finally got the girl, he goes. Uh, Nothing like a good smoke if you miss your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Offering her a cigarette. <laughs> Fucking hilarious, dude. That was funny. I'm going to use that for forever. Nothing oh, like yeah, a good he's smoke my, he's if you miss favorite. your mom. He was so good in this movie. Oh, he was really good in this movie. And then there, and then I had another little problem. He's like, I'll breathe for both of us. And they go underwater. Oh, yeah. And he's like, like breathing in. But see, he's exhaling. Exhaling, yeah. Carbon dioxide. Yeah, and then also, if you didn't notice while they're filming, you so can see the scuba diver, her. the cameraman's bubbles coming up in front of the camera. Can you really? Oh, yeah, really. there's a lot see, of that's, you know. That, that's there's nothing you could do about that. Yeah, there's nothing you, that doesn't bother me so much because the bubbles could be coming from anywhere anyway. So fine, whatever. But he's breathing carbon dioxide into her, <laughs> so she should have been dead. Well, no, so I think quick. the idea was that he was breathing in through his lungs and then like immediately breathing it to her okay. but it was also coming out of his nose which means he's not breathing it he's right just, he's just sucking face while she dies right like. yeah <laughs> well see it actually made me create my own fan theory oh okay uh, so I this is revolutionary because we all know how much i love you fan hate theories. fan theories right but i but that made me uh create my own so he's if so let's say he is exhaling into her and he she's breathing breathing in the, the carbon dioxide okay yeah right? let's just say that that's what is taking place uh, that would mean, and she she lives, she's able to do it. That would mean, uh, she is a mutant too, and she has the ability to breathe carbon dioxide like a tree. So she's she's a oh, tree, she's would, a tree human, uh, muto, and uh, and it makes sense that they should fuck each other since they're a couple of mutation. Oh, there you freaks. go. So that's my fan theory is that she's also. A, Mutant, and then when she found the land of trees, that's why she wanted to stay because and she was with yeah. her people. And then he wanted to go back out on the water because yeah. don't feel right, don't move right. You figured it out. There you go. I'm the king of the fan theories. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what the guy's name was so I could see what else he was in. I forget what his character's name was. Oh yeah, was he think... Nord? I don't know if he had a name. 
and this is listed by um well i'll look it up at the break all right well speaking of the break i think that's about all i got yeah i mean that's everything i really have uh other than oh i was gonna say that they did do a Waterworld live scene oh yeah, yeah, yeah. spectacular at universal studios right uh, which totally that came makes out sense. when this came out yeah and it's all like jet ski it's all a, a yeah. battle at the atolls i mean this movie and, was and like ropes. watching one of those yeah things you yeah. know yeah and, and Ash- uh, ashley actually pointed that out to me when we were watching it she was like you see how this would make an awesome uh you know universal studios thing it's basically is that and i was yeah. like oh yeah it's you're so right. cool i mean the whole movie was yeah. was mm-hmm. awesome like i even like the like the jet skis that were like rocked like weighted down and then they'd cut them and they'd shoot out like mm-hmm. there was a lot of really really cool i mean the things and the rope work was the neat. people that built the sets and everything yeah. like did an amazing job and it was all very and choreography it, it was all going on at once yeah you know, it was insane they did a great job of doing all that stuff that was fun and cool and epic um you are, uh, or at least you were a video game fan, right? So Yeah, you know, somewhat. This, especially in the 90s, this movie had a video game tie-in okay. for Nintendo, but it was for the Nintendo Virtual Boy. <laughs> you remember that piece of shit? No, I don't even remember that. The Virtual Boy was that, it was like, it had a little stand and it was like goggles, uh-huh. and it was 3D, but it was yeah. all red and black, Oh and like, yeah. if you played it too much, you'd get sick. Yeah. Yeah, it was real shitty. Right, I mean, it was right. real shitty. Right, right. This was the only, it, I mean, it lasted Virtual like, Boy. it lasted like six months as a system, yeah. like it, it bombed, uh, much like the movie, but... Uh, it was the only uh, Two movie. Bombs don't make yeah, it right. It was the only uh, game. You know, it was the only game released on Virtual Boy that was based on a feature film. So oh, I thought that okay. was worth putting well, in there. Now we keep saying that this movie was a bomb. All right, uh, yeah, let's get into so the numbers. So its budget, its budget is estimated at 175 million. Okay. Okay. And uh, opening weekend in the U.S., That's it opened. It actually opened. Uh, like, it's a lot of chits. In '95, it was July 30th, so not. Not far off from when we're taping this or when we release it, I think. But uh, yeah, it it's uh, world or it's American domestic gross was eighty eight million. So that's why it's considered a bomb. Oh, so it did make a good amount of money, just but not did uh, not nearly it, make by a, about a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. or hundred million dollars. However, right. worldwide, and this is one of the reasons that we get a lot of movies like Transformers and stuff now. I can't believe these, it made these, that much money. Yeah, well, these terrible movies are you know quote unquote terrible. I still love this movie. Yeah, but uh, these movies that are just like big epic, you know, action sequences that uh-huh. don't really rely on the story. It made. Uh, two hundred sixty-four uh, million worldwide. So it made money. It made over a hundred million dollars. Oh, almost. so it did end up making money. Yeah. Plus, oh, it's made more than that. It's made uh more than that just from video sales and uh, you know, merchandise and the the water show yeah, and everything course. like that. Licensing, that all goes yeah. into it. Yeah. yeah. So well, that's good. so it's not really a bomb. It goes down as like one of the biggest bombs ever. But it did. But it really it wasn't, wasn't a bomb. It may actually make yeah. made it, you know, it gets, dollars. It got pretty good reviews. I mean, I'm, I'm sure the the critics have been time kind to it over time. But you know, it it was uh it was nicknamed uh, Kevin's Gate because Kevin Costner is in it, and it was that's from Heaven's Gate. It was a 1980s movie okay. that uh, bombed big because they went way over budget. Oh. And another one that bombed was Ishtar. I'm sure you've heard of that. No. With uh, okay. Well, anyway, they called this one Fishtar. <laughs> oh, nice. So Kevin's the Gate fish tar. but yeah, it was uh, it, so it it cost like with production. I mean, with uh, not production with marketing and everything, it did cost two hundred thirty five million. 
Oh, so they made about thirty million dollars, and they they grossed two hundred sixty four worldwide, which is maybe like one hundred forty five million, because uh, the theaters take about forty five percent of it, right? Uh, over time, but yeah, after it's actually earned over eight million after video games or video licensings and sales and TV and all that kind of stuff. So it so it so netted eight million dollars. <laughs> netted about eight million dollars. So it's not it's not it's not a huge bomb. Right. I mean, it's a huge bomb, right? But yeah, it did not make money. Right. You know, well, made eight million. I mean, eight million is is money. It's peanuts I mean, it's, for them, yeah. though. Over I mean, that's also over time. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. it's not. You know that that our eight dollars between us both renting this movie have right. gone into getting them yeah, some of their money back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you're welcome, Kevin. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that about wraps it up for me. Yeah, me too. You know. All right. Well, then we will like be right. Discussion. We will be right back. Well, wait. Should I oh, do? A, a oh yeah, the rating. Before? Yeah, we need a rating. All right, so out of uh, 10, we're going to do a scale of 10. Yeah, we're out of the scale of 10. We're going to do it out of 10 um, uh, crazy Scottish drifters, which we didn't really talk about. But oh, <laughs> yeah. So Scottish drifters. Kim right. Coates, by the way, uh, loved him in um, uh, Sons of Anarchy. He was so good at Sons of Anarchy. Oh, that guy ended up being in Sons of Anarchy? Yeah. He's been in some he was really good in this movie. Yeah. He did really good. He's an incredible actor. He reminded me of Robin Williams. Uh, yeah, there's a little bit of that in his look, especially. Yeah. Um, you would probably... Let me see if you would recognize anything else he's been in. Oh, yeah, he's famously in Battlefield Earth, another post-apocalyptic oh, movie. Oh, we got to do that. Terrible. We have to do that. Movie. I don't want to. <laughs> really? Yeah, let me it's see if there's anything movie I haven't here. seen. Uh, that you would recognize. Uh, probably not. Sons of Anarchy was the, pretty much his biggest thing that I know him from. But, uh, oh, he was in a couple of episodes of Entourage. And uh, he was in one of the Resident Evil movies. I know that. Okay. Uh, Resident Evil Afterlife. Okay. So, yeah, you probably don't recognize any of these other things that I'm seeing. Was he in... Was he in Giant Asses Seven, Giant Asses in Space? No, okay, I know that's that's right up your alley. I definitely wouldn't have. Yeah, Black Hawk Down. You've never seen that, right? Pearl nope. Harbor. Never seen that. Nope. Which we got to both of those. Yeah, need both to be of those need to be on there. I, I was just watching Black Hawk Down. What about the other Thin day. Red Line? We're gonna put Thin Red. Uh, Line yeah, there. that's a good one too. Sure. But yeah, Pearl Harbor and Black Hawk Down are definitely both need to be on there. Okay. So anyway, All right, well, the rating. Uh, so out of ten of those guys, uh, we can do better than that. You know what? Out of ten, uh, Exxon Valdez or whatever Valdez it was called, is. yeah, uh, the big tanker that they had. Um, I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'm gonna give it five. All right, so right in the, right in the fucking middle. middle. Yeah, like right, was it well, the worst movie? No, but was it the best movie? No, not really. Well, there you have it. We will be right back after this brief uh, thingy with our reboot, reboot recast. Are you thirsty? And nothing is able to quench your thirst. Well, now, from the producer of Waterworld and The Postman and Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, Kevin Costner comes. Kevin Costner's Pure Hydro. He pees right into a special vat for us, and we purify his urine to make you the purest hydro ever. You want to be great at rope stuff and swimming and just all day 
being awesome? Well, this is Waterworld, Kevin Costner's Pure Hydro. And we are back. We're back. Oh man, that is a quenched thirst I have. You know what? Now that they have that pure hydro, I don't even. I'm not going to drink. I'm going to start drinking that. Yeah, instead it's, of the it's water. really good. Well, they sent us a case. Oh, okay, yeah, good, good, so. good, 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 good. I'll take a few of those home with me. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, um, let's uh, let's get into this uh, reboot recast here. Yes. Um. Well, who do you want to start with? Well, did you want to say who was gonna who passed on the role of Deacon? Oh yeah, there was a whole bunch of people that passed on the role of Deacon. Uh, I have that list here. Hold on, and let me pull it up. Um, I know one of them was uh, um, Samuel L. Jackson uh, passed on it. Uh, I mean, all these people just passed on it because they were like, "Yeah, no, right, <laughs> not about to do that shit." Um. Here, look, uh, user reviews from IMDb, 8 out of 10. Yeah. You know, people like people, this People movie. like it. The IMDb official rating is 6.2 out of 10, so they kind of agree with me. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Well, and like everything on IMDb is about a 6. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. People no, I reviewing it. Um, I didn't look up the uh, the Rotten Tomatoes on this one. Well, the meta score is 56. Ooh. It's not... Um, okay, so Gene Hackman. Okay. Uh, James Can or Khan, I mean, and Gary Oldman all passed on the role of Deacon. Gary Oldman? Gary Oldman. Oh, that would have been cool. Yeah. That would have been pretty cool to see. So. All right, well. Oh, well. And Anna Paquin was actually the first choice to play Enola. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, well, let's get to the recast How here. How different the world would have been? Um, do you have, uh, what do you, who do you want to recast on this one? Well, you know, we can do the important ones. Michael Jeter, that's that's the guy's name, uh, the one that we talked about. Yes, on, that's right. On uh, uh, Fear and Loathing and also this and also in, he's in the Green Mile. Yeah. Very, very good actor. Yeah, he is. Uh, all right, so... So we'll, well, I mean, obviously we'll we'll recast the Mariner, we'll recast Deacon, uh, and, and, then, and then and then Enola, and then uh, Helen. Okay, we'll recast those motherfuckers. Yeah, I have an Enola. All right, go for it. Um, McKenna Grace. Who is that? Um, she is a little girl. Um, what she would need to be. Uh, she might be a little old now, but uh, it would still work. Uh, she was in um Annabelle. Uh, comes home. She just was in that one. I think she was in some of the other Annabelles or something. Uh, but she was in uh, Gifted. That's where I first really remember seeing her with Chris Evans. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, she's really good. I think it, she would be. She would be good. You said that's for Helen, right? For for uh, no, for Enola, the little girl. Oh. Oh. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna just roll with you on that one because I don't. Who the fuck do I know that's a little kid that can play? Yeah. You know? I mean, that was just the... <laughs> when I was watching, I was like, oh, I actually have one. Although now that I'm seeing it, I think she's like... 48. 13 or something now, so she might be a little too old, but fuck it. It would be better with a teenager, though. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I, think. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> or with someone that's older. It's always going to be a little creepy. I'm not like about... Oh, I see her right here. McKenna Grace, is that yeah. what you said? Yeah, I see her right there. 
Yeah, you know what? That's good. Yeah. I like it. So, uh, for... And then we're going to Helen. Let's go Helen, to Helen, yeah. Uh, we're looking for someone who's in their mid-30s, maybe, because I think Costner was uh, like 40 when he did this. Right, or, in his 40s. Or uh, 38 or something like that. But um, who would be good? What about Kristen Stewart? No. It's blockbuster It's the wrong, wrong look, though. I don't know. I do. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, I don't know. And Kristen Stewart is not blockbuster. What about Rebecca Ferguson? I don't know who that is. Um, Donna from, um, um, that 70s show. No, that is not Rebecca Ferguson. Oh, well, it looks just like her. No. Who's that? That is, uh, God, why am I brain farting on who that is? That's, uh. God, what is her Elizabeth? name? Elizabeth? Is it a, like an Elizabeth? No, it's uh, she's in uh, Orange is the New Black. Yeah, it's not Rebecca Ferguson. Oh, that's not Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah, you're right. No, yeah, it's uh, I'm sure she's gonna be on this uh, list. Why anyway. can I not think of her name? Um, uh, well, I'm gonna go with then. Okay, then not. I'm not gonna go with her. Then I'm gonna go with Elizabeth Moss. Laura Prepon. That's her name. That's right. Laura, that's what I thought. Laura Prepon. Yeah. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Elizabeth Moss. Uh, I don't like it. You don't like it? I don't. Um, I don't like it. Uh, maybe like a an Allison Williams. Okay, I'd have to have a. Refresher. She was in uh, Get Out. She was the bad white girl in Get Out. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Well, what about Natalia Dyer? Are you just looking up names? Yeah, that's what I do in everything. Oh. <laughs> so I can have knives. It's 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 uh, the top 100 celebs on IMDb. She Natalia Dye is the girl in Stranger Things. Oh, no, I hate her. Um, oh, she's awful. No. You don't like her? Oh, no, she's the worst. Wow, shots fired. I just don't like anything about her. Shots fired. She's not good. But she, you know what I'm talking she about? She looks weird. Yeah. No, I don't like her. Not not L. No, I know who the you're talking about. You're talking one. about the older sister. Yeah, yeah, the older sister. The one that, yeah, well, I'm not going to say that on... Rick- what about Vera Farmiga? Um, eh. I like that a lot, actually. I'm gonna. I'm. That's my pick. I'm but going with her. She's like way older, but she can still pull off. No, I don't like yeah. it. Yeah. No, her her sister would be closer in age, but it, it, but she would actually be a little too young. Well, I'm then fine. I'm. This is my final answer, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. I guess, whatever. That's my final answer. I mean, that part is really shitty anyway. <laughs> it can be <laughs> just true. about anybody. That's true. All right, well then, who did you say? Um, oh, Allison Williams. Oh, okay. Or, uh, you know, if you wanted to go the other way, or not the other, uh, another way, um, Blake Lively. Okay. You know? Yeah, I mean, I won't something. fight that. I won't fight that. That's fine. Yeah. All right, so you're going Blake Lively. I'm yeah. going... I'm going uh, Scarlett Johansson. Okay. Well, then then we move on to... um, Deacon. Deacon. Which I got a great one that I'm really proud of. Give it to me. Kurt Russell. Yeah. I mean, hands down, he could be fun. Yeah, he could be Deacon. He could do it. And, like, I would love to see him play a bad guy again. He hasn't done it too often. I'm going to counter with one guy. Okay. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he, he would, would be, be playful with it too. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of like the gruffness of it. 
You know, yeah. I kind of like the idea of him. Like, I think you could make Kurt Russell, Kurt Russell be... look a little gruffer and still yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. Where Robert Downey Jr., I mean, I'm sure he could do it. He could do a lot of well, things. Well, Kurt He's Russell good. did good as the bad guy in Death, Death Proof, Proof. Yeah, and that's what I'm thinking of. Like, yeah. you put those cool, like, ass jackets on him yeah. and stuff, and, like, you know, put an eye patch on him. We've seen him, well, I like I've it. seen him with an eye patch. So have I. In yeah. Death Proof, right? No. But in uh, Escape from New York and Escape oh. from LA. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, that's right. I've seen the pictures of him with the eye patch. I haven't yeah. seen Escape from New York yet. But, all right. Well, then I like Kurt Russell. We're going to yeah. roll with that one. Which brings us to the Mariner. The Mariner, you which go I got somebody. Okay, Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> huh? I don't. I don't think Robert Downey Jr. is doing anything uh, active like that anymore. Now that he is, I think he could do it. Super rich and just got well, done with a, a hey, franchise. We're not, we're not thinking about the you know. I mean, they're the going to turn this into a franchise. Doing it, yeah. we're just thinking about who would be great. I think as the role. I think, I think Robert the Downey perfect, Jr. The perfect answer, and because he kind of already played the part, Tom Hardy. I mean that's true too. I mean doesn't have to talk good. much, you know. He's that's very brooding. Yeah, yeah I don't mind. And that. he's good. I mean, he was great in Mad Max, uh, Fury Road. Right. So, which is not a Kevin Costner movie. Though. No, but it's basically this movie. Right. You know, I mean, Mad Max is this is just Mad Max on the water, like I said. Okay. So I'm not against that. I like that. Yeah. All right. Well, look at that. Well, there we go. That was fast. Yeah. Peaceful. Painless. Nice and peaceful. All right, well, uh, cool. that that wraps it up today. Yeah, take us away with the plugs. This week. Chase so, the plugs. So uh, the plugs are the same as usual. Yes. Um, follow us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, not necessarily in that order, all at The Movie Gap. Let us know what you think of our reboots and our recast and comment on our Facebook, You know, comment on our Instagrams. Uh, just let us know if uh, if we get something wrong. And not even in the reboot, the recast. Let us know well, what we them, mess up. Don't tell them that because then they will. Well, no, they have to go back and look well, for they, the things that we did on purpose. Let's see, here's the thing, though: they'll never, they'll never comment because we don't, we don't ever get anything wrong. Well, so. I, I, I pepper in some things wrong on purpose just to make sure people oh, are listening. Say, okay, keep on the trails. just to I make like sure that. people are listening. Like so that. they have to go deep to really find them. I'll add a little pepper yeah. to the soup. They got to know their, they got to know their movie stuff. To, to keep up. All right, I you like know, that. It's like a little, uh, a little oh, scavenger keeping, hunt, a little treasure you hunt. on your toes, babies. Yeah. So uh, that being said, uh, motherfuckers. As always, the biggest thing you could do to help us out is tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your friends to listen, especially if they already know what podcasts are. It's hard. I know it's hard to get people to start listening to podcasts right. sometimes. But also, if you do want to get them to start listening to podcasts, tell them to start with our podcast. Yeah, and then they'll get it. We'll be the default that it. all others are held That's up right. to. That's right. All right. Well, All right. Um, that about wraps it up. The only thing we have to say now is... Nom, Nom in space. space.